All right, welcome to the My Two Will Life podcast powered by MX Store. We've just had Christmas. We're in our temporary studio at MX Store, um, and I'm really excited to get my podcast going. Again, as I, it's, it's been a long time, and I, I, I made a blast out to my social media career on My Two Will Life that I will be doing better going in January 1 with getting content, tests, and podcasts up. So here we are, guys. I've inc- recruited Alora. My project manager at MX Store and Dill from Records, he's over here. Some of the most knowledgeable folks in all of MX, probably not, but <laughs> they're here joining me today. Um, we're going to talk some Supercross preview, but before we do that, I'm going to kind of list off some promo codes, some sponsors for hook you guys up. Of course, Maxis Tires, used by Todd Waters, myself, McGrath, Axel Hodges, um, a lot of great guys using Maxis Tires, so... Pumped to have them on board. Got to actually, after this, get outside in the container and change Mason's 65 tire. It's missing some knobbies from he's getting on the gas. So, pumped to have Max on board. Uh, Maxima Racing Oils. I've been using them since, shoot, 2000 or since I was 13 years old. So, like 15 years? Wait, I'm way older than that. So, no, a long time. So, Maxima Racing Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the update, Bill. <laughs> yes, plus 40 class. Anyways, Maxima <laughs> Racing Oils. What's your favorite product from Maxima? Laura? Personally? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe an oil here or there? The lube? Yeah, definitely the, the lube. The lube. If she likes the lube. Oh, she loves the lube. <laughs> and SC1? SC1. I like suspension clean because it smells good and it cleans my messy sticker stuff up. Anyway, it's Maximum Racing Oils. Thanks for being on board. Um, intense Cycles. Um, I am now like almost 30 days in of constant activity. I had one rest day. Alora. My intense cycles helps me with my activity, but we've had a friendly bet, and you are washing my car because you haven't been working out. <laughs> no, I've been trying to get it in there, but it's Christmas silly season. That's no excuse, Dill. She's washing her cars. Washing so, a lot of so cars. So use Sleater, score, Sleater underscore 10 for 10% off your bicycle so you can start training because you're slacking. <laughs> and Rhino Power, Sleater 15, use Sleater 15 to get your gladiator, your hydration fuel, your protein, once again, because when you're using using the wax on, wax off to wash my car because you've lost the bet, the protein will help you get big. So, yeah, that's good. Anyways, jumping into what's most important, what we think of 2022 Supercross and how it's going to shake down. There's been so many changes going this year, and we don't know if it's good, bad, or otherwise until they hit the gate, um, and that's only a week away. So really exciting stuff. You know, I think the biggest move of the year so far has been Eli Tomac to Yamaha joining Ferrandis. Um, obviously, Cooper Webb is returning to the team, um, Red Bull KTM, but they have an all-new bike um, close to Tomac. You know, he, he swapped with AP, so that's pretty crazy. Aaron Plessinger to KTM. Rogers wanted him for that many years, so getting him back or getting him to come over to the dark side on the orange bike is a big deal. So a lot of other stuff, Dill. Well, what, do you, what do you think, man, going into 2022? Uh, look, I, I, I'm looking at Kenny for this year. I'm hoping that he's going to come out firing um, like he did a lot like last year, um, led the points lead for quite some time. I just hope his mental game is going to be up there this time. Um, hopefully Cooper doesn't get in his head as much this year, um, but we'll have to see how he goes. So I'm really excited to see how Kenny goes on the HRC um, and his teammate Sexton, obviously. Um, but from there, I'd like to even see Eli and Ferranda start to improve their Supercross style. Um, maybe focus on their starts a bit more because that's what seems to let them down, especially in Supercross being a shorter format of racing. So Yeah, Alora, what would you like to add to that? What do you, who are you excited to see 
Well, always been a bit of a KDM girl, so I'm excited to see what AP does now he's joined that team. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, that's AP, that mullet. We're in Australia. It's, it's yeah, a win. Yeah, that's it. We it's love win. it. <laughs> you guys love the mullets down here, that's for sure. But, yeah, AP's going to be quick. One thing about um, the KTM team this year is it's the all-new chassis, all-new bike, new motor. Um, that thing was coming around as my 15 years was ending there that new concept, that new bike. I'm, I'm actually really excited for that bike because I've never, I don't have any involvement in it. So I, I'm really excited to see, like they have some amazing people there, Ryan Morris, Casey Lytle, um, that are in the production team. And then all, obviously uh, Mickey Stoffer in, in Austria that have been working on this bike. And from what I know, the thing creates an enormous amount of power, but how that power is, is a, is a light switch, is it heavy feeling, that all depends on how it's going to feel, right? Like, how's it going to feel on the track? You can have power, but does it feel right? But the bike through the whoops apparently has imp- improved a lot. So for Cooper, who's someone who normally struggles through the whoops, I'm really excited to see how the bike affects his whoop speed. And if that gives him the upper hand this year, then it's going to be hard to beat him um, because the whoop speed was the stuff that lets him down, you know, through the race. So um, him, AP, Marvin, it's going to be hard to beat the KDM team for sure. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I think, you know, looking at the frame, those lateral, those braces that come up from the, you know, under the tank to the head stay, that's one solid unit now where before it had like just one gusset bar. Now it's filled so that what they've done, they've got, and they've stiffened that chassis up from a vertical standpoint. Like I said, I haven't ridden one. Not No one else has but a factory rider and uh, some test guys. But they've obviously done something to stiffen up that chassis in a vertical position and I've heard the same thing that that Cooper's variance from fast to slow in the whoops is a lot better. Um, that being said, Tomac, you know, he was the best, the fastest at times, but then the worst of the best at times, which ultimately would hurt his championship. I've heard through the grapevine that his best and worst days, instead of being a fifteen percent difference, is like a two percent difference now on the Yamaha. So. They obviously got that Yamaha figured out going into outdoors last year with Ferrandis, uh, motocross champion, but they were lacking in Supercross. But my good friend Rick Gilmore, who is in charge of the chassis and design for that 450 program, didn't really get up to speed until outdoors. Like they just had a lot of, you know, gremlins to get. So. Eli Tomac and Gilmore are friends. They Gilmore did all his stuff for years so at, at Geico Honda when he was dominant so I think Eli coming to Yamaha comfortable person comfortable place he loves the environment that's a recipe for success I mean as you know Laura being around good people good environment what do you think that's is that going to be Eli's ticket to kind of winning getting this title back it might be this year just being around all that positive energy now and so much more of a team might help him get across the line or close to it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he better get across the line in the top three. Bobby Reagan's going to tell me he's going to park his bike. <laughs> I just wonder how he's going to gel with that YZ. Um, a lot of people struggle with the the width. They feel like it's wider. The air intake's at the front, so they're hearing different noises. Um, obviously, being a professional rider, he's probably not going to struggle as much as the average punter, but um, I just wonder how he is going to gel with that particular bike. I mean, you've ridden many bikes, Slater. How do you compare between the models the, the cowie like you said is very lean very very nimble bike um 
like side to side, the Yamaha, I can say, was one of my favorite bikes at 450s I've ever rode, but it is wider. It does have a different delivery, but it's more, um, it, it's just, uh, it's a fun bike to ride. I never raced it in Supercross. I did race it in outdoors and not pro, but obviously at a high level, and it was a really, really fun bike to ride. I love the quick power delivery. It's more like a 350, so... I think he's in a good place. I don't think the bike's going to be a deal for Eli. I think it's how he starts the season, what the tempo is. I think from what I've listened on the internet, um, like everyone else, is that he's loving that he's around this positive energy with this young Groms, you know, feeding him. Um, where in Kawasaki, he was on a silo. He was in Colorado by himself, and then he'd come back, and Adam and him are such a different people. So I think this whole move for Star having Tomac being one of the greatest – of all time, and then Ferrandis, who's just on fire, current champion, they're going to have a recipe for success, really, in my opinion. And on that Adam Cincerello note, Cowie note, you have Jason Anderson leaving Rockstar Husqvarna and going to Cowie, and I think that's a great move. What, what do you think, Dill? I think it's definitely going to suit his style, um, that laid-back sort of jersey swinging out the back of his pants there and um, looking yeah. fly, you know. Um, I think that is a smart move on his part. He can start to grow and be his own person um, on the Cowie program. Um, and I feel like he brings that positive energy, like a refresh to Kawasaki um, with his personality and being teammates with Adam, like you said before. Um, the other one, though, freeing a spot up at uh, Rockstar Husky would definitely be Malcolm jumping in there. So that's going to be, I reckon that's going to be a big one right there. He's he's looking fast. Some of the test uh, videos that he's been doing, I feel like he's, he's going to be on fire this year too. So he's one to look out for. Yeah, the uh, JA going to Cowie, the whole team fried things, really interesting. Rockstar Husky wasn't that corporate. It was a pretty relaxed environment. Scuba Steve over there managing it. But I think there was a, a sense of just needing change. Just change. Sometimes change is good, freshens it up. Um, Jason's a very easy guy to get along with. He's a hell of a nice guy, amazing rider. But I think he was stagnant in where he's at. And the company is kind of trending a different direction since it was, you know, Bobby Hewitt days and what was founded. So him to slide over, kind of doing their thing with Adam. Adam and, and, and Jason are different people but have the same driven, you know, very social attitude. So being able to be involved with like-minded folks that were Eli was – he only wanted to test, from my understanding, he wanted to test by himself. He wanted to live in Colorado the team was at two teams within one team. You had Adam's team and you had Eli's team, where I think now you have one team uniting for the best goal, which is Jason and Adam wanting to win. So that is that is ultimately a vicious, vicious recipe for success. Um, but going to Malcolm Stewart on the Rockstar Husqvarna, Alan Baker is now tr his trainer. Um and man, I saw that photo he put up on his cycle in his red cycling Roy's cycling kit, and he looks shredded. He's lean, very yeah, lean. Lean, man. Like that guy is not. He doesn't get lean easily, and it, it's looking. He. What do you think? How do you look? Well, he looked good. That's for sure. <laughs> no, you can tell he's been training hard, which will be good. Love watching Malcolm Styles, so I think that's going to be really good now. Yeah, he has that. He, he's just evolved every year, getting better and better. He got on the podium last year. More consistent. Um, his whoop speed is 
unbelievable about like his older brother yeah, James. Yeah, just, just like <laughs> James. You know, when right James when, when James listens to this podcast, because for sure he is. Yeah, yeah he'll be. Yeah, man, that, thanks, Dill. Dill from Records. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, his whip speed, his commitment. Um, that bike is gonna be good. Like you said, it's on the same bike as Cooper Webb. Um, steel frame. Yep, steel yeah. frame. I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with if that pressure doesn't just start compiling on his shoulders this is one of the, the best rides he's ever had a lot of pressure comes with that job um you know and and, and on that Husqvarna note I mean Zach Osborne retiring what a shame but I, I really commend him on pulling the pin and not just suffering through and hurting himself worse or ruining a legacy he knows where he needs to be at I don't think his body was allowing him to be where he was at when he won the outdoor motocross title and what he feels is competitive um, he's not, I don't think, hurt per se. I don't think he's going to wake up hurting. I don't think he wanted to go to the line to be a gate filler, right? He didn't want to go and and just circulate in 7th to 10th. He wanted to go to for race wins. So having him involved or, or retire, it's a loss for our sport, but I think for his family and his personal life, it's it's the best call. But the level of the sport for 2022, you can understand why he chose to do that. I mean – it's just getting the level is getting higher and higher each year and we've got a number of riders that could win each weekend um you've got like 10 different riders that could win a1 coming around the corner i i i agree we haven't even we have a few teams we haven't talked about yeah exactly right so it's 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 one of those things you've got to walk away while you're still on top yeah i think he made the right move um as you said like he's not necessarily in pain but he didn't want to be a gate filler, so um, kudos, I, I kudos, respect him. Kudos yeah. and congratulations yeah, to Zacho. He's an absolute legend, great human. He's building bikes. He's really um, being present with his kids, and, and that's a big, big thing for a, a pro at his status to be. His wife's been with him since he's, I think, 14, 13 years old, and so she's been on his his ride and his journey. As you know, Laura being on the male's ride <laughs> isn't a – it's a, you got to commit. You do. It's a full time job. <laughs> it is. She's a you know, Brittany's a lovely woman, and I'm sure she's you know really uh, putting in some long days. You know, consoling Zach, and these are the times. You know, his whole life he's been prepping for Supercross, prepping for the season, and this year to be lost and not know where you're going is you got to be really strange to, for him. I, I know the I know the feeling, not the level of ex- expectation of performance, but when you are used to prepping for a1 and prepping for jan your body and your mind gets used to that and when you take that away or you decided to get rid of that you you instantly have a lull so um let's just hope that uh zach's doing well and and i'm sure we'll see him at the race at some capacity um you know one guy that i saw some video and i'm a big fan of dean wilson i'm sure laura you're a fan of dino yeah, a little bit. <laughs> he's Dino, not. <laughs> Dino's sick, and I, I saw some videos and some highlights. You know, he's t- he he goes on and off of social like high, highs and lows. You know, which I love. He brings us into his journey. And I, one of the last videos he posted, he looks good. Dill, did you see that one? I did. Yeah, the Scotsman. He's looking fresh. Um, he's always got his uh, fake turf there out on the out on display, getting the body out. So, <laughs> yeah. no. um, Dino's looking fast as always. Um, his consistency is always killer. So. Um, He'll be there for sure. I'm, I believe top 10 for sure. I'm hoping top five this year in Supercross. Um, we'll have to see how he goes this year. Yeah, I, I think it's all when Dino is in the right place and he's he's mentally in, in where he needs to be, he 
performs. It's a mental game for Dino. It's not a skill set. And I think that's where he needs to just over get it through the first couple of races, be healthy, and, and go from there. Um, it's it's going to be – I think this is one of his last couple of years, and then he's going to himself call it quits. So um, let's hope 2022 is good for, for uh, Dino. Um, on that note, going to the other partner in crime at the KTM group, we have well, we we left off Marvin Muscan. I've heard I just watched that super, the Supercross preview show put up by Supercross Live, and Ian Harrison, team manager, said himself if he was going to bet on one rider going into A one, he he to win, he'd bet on Marvin out of his team. Really, yeah, wow. that's interesting. Yeah, that's a big. That's a, like doesn't that cause some internal conflict? Like yeah, when you say one employee's better than the other, <laughs> but um, I think that's a that's a big uh, statement. But what you got to remember is Cooper feeds off being the underdog. He loves it, so he probably he probably it's the fuel to his fire. Hearing that from the manager, um, I believe you know, with all that um, friendly competition within the team, so hearing that Marvin's going to be on top is probably going to be the thing that he needs to come out firing, and he'll probably end up on top. You watch, <laughs> Coop. Marv's fast. I mean, Marv's had an ailing knee injury, but yeah, like Coop, Coop, he's just a warrior. He's a warrior. Like the guy does the not quit. He is always there. He ain't scared to, you know. I recommend watching that Supercross preview, guys. If you haven't seen it, it's a good, it's a good, uh, good show. Forty-five minutes of of your life will be taken, but it's uh, it's definitely worth it if you if you want to get freshened up. And speaking of fresh, uh, fresh new cut for Justin Barsha, cut the long walks off. What has he done? Why? <laughs> yeah, he's he's done it. He's cut him off, but he he looks so happy. His black the twirly designs intro at Blackmore Ranch. Michael Mosman, Pierce Brown, the lights team, and then and Barsha that he was on his two fifty two stroke flat track bike, and they kind of overshadowed what Honda did, right? With their flat track thing at at um. At Blackmore's, but I think Barsha, it wouldn't surprise me if he wins A1 again. Oh, for sure. On that gas gas. Um, ever since he moved to the gas gas, he's just, he's, his speed's gotten better. His consistency's gotten better. He's seems to be happier at the track. Um, just unstoppable. So I feel like, yeah, he's going to go another A1, number one, um, and mm. on the top step of the podium. What's interesting about, um, you know, going in this season, just like an, another trainer switch is they hired Will Hahn from Star. So this will be Justin's first year going into the Supercross with Justin managing his fitness and his program. And I think Will Hahn, I um, know him very well. And I would say he's one of the nicest humans in the world. He's just even-tempered. He's He's got the street cred. So he brings so much value to that gas gas team. And then uh, Barsha has a new mechanic as an Ollie Stone. That Ollie Stone came from Pro Circuit was uh, Austin Forkner's um, uh, mechanic for years at Pro Circuit. So he's got, you know, his English wife and his English mechanic. So I think, you know, he's definitely multicultural in his camp. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, like you said, he is looking happy and all of that would play a part within that. So yeah. maybe he will do a one again. Yeah, I think he. I think he could. I think he will. <laughs> I'm riding. I've got a few bets with a few mates. So. Put hey, bets on. I'm. Uh, I'm wearing. I'm riding a gas gas. I'm wearing TLD gear now a lot. I just maybe I'll embrace that Justin Barsha. Just and grow the hair out a little bit. 
It's not happening. <laughs> I got, I'm losing more hair than I can grow hair. It's, it's gray. It's bald, I'm balding. It's it's all happening. But um, yeah, Barsha, it's um, it's gonna be a good year, I think, for him. I think he's got some solid. I know he's got solid foundation built. He's he's got some good things going. But it's just a matter of can he just stay consistent and not have that bad race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know what else to. Besides consistent, Justin Brayton saw you know going smart. He switched over from the Penrite team is now no longer the Penrite Honda team. That is now a um, MTF. Um, what's the What's the chain company? It's uh, Meta Concepts. No, it's yeah. a, the it's a uh, Jordan Smith. Martin Davalos is a team manager. And um, Fry, Jarrett Fry, who was on Star and have their own team out of MTF. It's the um, it's the team that Yuri owns here. It's now being ran out of Georgia. And the Smart Top Bullfrog Spas Moto Concept Honda team that mm-hmm. Mike, uh, Tony Alessi runs, Mike Genova owns, have hired Justin Brayton. And um, uh, he's now on that team and left Penrite. So he's back on some really good equipment. But unfortunately, I think he had a big crash a week or, week or so ago. He posted on social, and he's he's off a little bit. So that's going to be a bit of a, a bummer for him, you know. Hands down, he's a badass dude, though. I mean, for someone who's 35-plus years old now and, and still competing, you know, top five each weekend, like uh, his starts, all that kind of stuff. So Brayton's definitely one to look for. I mean, even when he is injured, he still comes out firing. So, I mean, when race day comes on, he puts that helmet on. Um, he's definitely one to look for on the line as well. Yeah, JB's JB's still one of the first guys to do big rhythm sections. He's got speed. Um, he's He's got it all. He's I think he just got to – he had some mechanicals last year that took the wind out of his sails, and I think he's – let's hope this crash that he had was rider air, not mechanical, so he's got confidence in his machine. But Tony Lessie runs a tight ship over there. It's amazing what he's done with that program, so we'll see how how it goes. Um, you know, they have uh, Vince Freeze stepped down to the lights class. He's now going to be battling for lights. Um, and, uh, yeah, moving on to a big team this year's Club MX. They have Alex Martin has made his way up to the 450 class finally, the Troll Train. Do you know the Troll Train? No. The Troll – you don't know the Troll Train? No. Amart, man. Amart – She's off the back here. <laughs> so she's off the back because Alora's concentrating on her podcast, Girls Down. Was it uh, Girls no, Down? No, no, no. The Girls Down Under, right? Girls That's down it. Under. The Girls Down Under. So I asked her today, I said, hey, how, Dill, how's the, how's the Girls Down Under podcast coming along? So oh, we're almost there. We just don't have um, any equipment. And I'm all, are you on Anchor, iTunes? Have you set everything up? No. I'm like, so you have an idea and a name. Yeah, that's it. And a, and a co-host. Look, you've got to start somewhere. But that's not nearly <laughs> ready. That's not nearly ready. So I'm going to let her use this equipment, and we'll get her and her co-host in here, and we'll let them do, like, their version of the Kiefer After Dark, the girls down under. What do you think, Dale? I think that'll be very interesting to listen to. I think all you viewers should uh, tune in. They will be sponsored by um, some very cryptic – People and companies, I think. Yeah, some spicy content for you. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that we went from Brayton to the girls down under. That's a very different 
Well, he's been down under. He has. He's the. He was. He's the winningest Australian Supercross. There we go. There so you thanks, go. So there's thanks. the connection. We, we tied it in. That's how we. <laughs> Maybe do. we'll get him on the podcast. Who we, knows? We'll, oh, we'll hit up JB. We'll we'll give him a call. He, he'd love to come back to Oz. I know we we've been locked down, and literally in our state of Queensland, like in not a bad place to be locked down. Not at all. You did hop the border this week, though. I did finally fully vaccinated, so I was able to get into New South. Oh, Wales. we're not talking about anything about vaccinations. <laughs> COVID, she's gonna get kicked off this podcast. I don't know what that is. COVID, I don't know what it is. Vaccinations, I don't know what that is. We don't talk about it. We just want to ride. We just want to ride dirt bikes and bicycles. And clearly, Alora wants to watch cars because she mm. hasn't worked out in a while. It'd be two weeks, wouldn't it? No, no, no. There was one last week that I uploaded on there for you all to see. So to give everyone an update, so at our MX domain team here at MX Store, we have a little bet going. You have to have an activity a day, and Laura over here has to stop hitting the vape pin. She uses the USB stick. She sucks on the USB stick a little bit. So she had to stop doing the USB stick and work out. I was not going to consume any alcohol and work out every day. I've missed, how many days has it been? 25 days since we've done it? Yeah, 25, 26 days. I missed one day of working out because I didn't feel well. And I claimed it. I'm out. No alcohol, but I've gotten 24 days of activity in, 30 minutes or more. Dill, have you hit every day? Every day apart from three. Oh, that's... I've been a bit slack. Oh, so he's watching the cars too. Yeah, he'll be out there. Wax on, wax often. Have you hit the vape pin? No, or over Christmas. Oh, there was a she, sneaky little. Yeah, she hit. She lit the Christmas tree up. Just <laughs> <laughs> surprised it's not on the bench, eh? Yeah, just we will get her. We'll get a charger for that thing, dude. Get her to plug that vape pin in. Just vape, vape, cloud us out. Get a portable anyway, charger. Oh, that's terrible. That's just terrible. She does that. Anyways, it's good entertainment. Talk about twenty twenty two is coming though. You know. New year, new me. The girls down under sponsored by vape.com. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to Supercross and Motocross. Um, Supercross is going to be a good one. Um, we have Justin Bogle going to the Twisted T. Speaking of getting twisted, we'll talk about Twisted T. Justin Bogle going to that team. I think that's really cool. Suzuki's got him. Amar. We, we, we even skipped over Amar. Let me go back to Amar. Troll Train had a shocking Bercy Supercross. I think he got lapped. Troll Train, I'm a big fan. Just cut the subframe four mil more so you get a little more. Yeah, a little bit more seat height. But honestly, he's got a great team behind him. Phil Nicoletti's stepped down from the 450 to the lights team there. And I think that guy's got a really interesting sense of humor, the way of going about it. He works real hard. Um, He's... Real grumpy sounding, whatever. I don't know if filled that well, but I think the chemistry, once again, on that team, Garrett Marchbanks has a point to prove. Twisted Development's doing engines. Enzo's doing suspension on the Yamahas. That's a very, very, very good combo. They have a rather large team. I think six guys um, for for a privately funded team. That's really, really good. So really big. Um, I think Amart's going to have a point to prove, but I just think he's going to be lacking on some self-confidence going into the season. He'll be fit. He'll be he'll be prepared. There's no question. But getting into the season is going to be a big learning curve. Even though he's a veteran, it's a big it's a big learning curve getting that 450 class. Um, man, 450s. I think um, let's go let's go for it. Let's talk about who who you got. Who you got? Who's your top three A1? Laura, we're going the girl down under. 
for the your top three on the box a1 um i'm gonna go ap for the win yep for the win i reckon i mean he's gonna come out strong for the first round and then let ken roxon and cooper so alora ap7 then you got who you got second roxon second k-rock and then cooper webb third i think you've been smoking too much of that Vaping. There's a lot of vaping going yeah. on, clearly. Not, Honestly, I'll put money on it. Okay, how much are we putting on it? We'll put it 50 $50. <laughs> oh, Laura's got 50 bucks on this. Okay, so we'll write this down. Interesting, we, we haven't even really touched on Cooper Webb that whole lot. He's an animal. He's going to be fit. He has a new trainer as well. Do you know who his new trainer is? No. It's pretty sad. A girl from down under doesn't know who her tra- the trainer is. Do you know who the trainer is? The boy from Down Under doesn't know. It's Michael Byrne, the man from Down Under, is, is, oh. is Cooper Webb's new trainer. So wow. I'll show you how these two have let you down. Michael Byrne, I got you. Um, Michael Byrne is amazing, underrated. He was, you know, the tutelage of all of the Rocky Mountain KTM team. He was, um, man, he, he's the guy there. So Webb is now with Burner. He's with, I think, uh, Savachi still with Burner, and they're at the 83 compound, I believe amongst other, maybe the nest as well. So they're down in Florida. Burner's behind his program, and I think it's going to be a, a winning formula for Cooper Webb. I think Burner's a very stable head. But leaving Baker's factory now, it's got to happen. If he starts slipping, that's a big, big task for him to um, to leave. Um, so, Dill, who do you think um, – you, you, who's your top three? Well, hey, definitely Basher on the top step. You already said it, yeah. backing it up. Yeah, I've already got money on it. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to go Malcolm. Oh, I love it. Yeah, bit of a dark horse. Uh, okay. And in third, we'll go Anderson. Man. Okay, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, A1 okay. can throw up some funny, yeah, funny uh, race results, I reckon. All right, so I'm, I'm going to lead into someone we completely skipped over on what he's done. Sansarello. I'm going Adam Sansarello first. You reckon Adam's going number one? Yep. Then All I'm right. then I'm going Marv. And then I'm going to go Tomac. How interesting is that? You don't have the champ in yours, and I don't have the champ in mine. There's just so many guys. So Adam Sansarello, I'm a super fan of his transparency, his intelligence. The ways he, he's evolved his riding as he's grown even through a major growth spurt as an adult, which is really tough to do, and be able to change his style. And he's a student. He's a, um, He loves moto. He's as core as it gets, I think. Um, and he also loves one of my favorite br- bands, Blink-182. So <laughs> I'm going to take Adam Cincerello for the win. He is a bad dude. He looks good. He's got a cool vlog. I mean, he he his, he's wears Fox gear. I mean, what's not to love about him? But I think this year is his year. He's got Nick Way behind him. Um, yeah, every, everything's lined up. He's got his arm fixed. He's just got to get rid of those mental mistakes. So Adam, Marv, and Tomac. I think Tomac is going to have a you know tenth place start and get the third. Marv's going to get the whole shot. Cincerello is going to go to the past him in the second turn. Are we calling whole shots too? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just going for it. So, yeah, it's going to be an amazing year. We've skipped over a lot of guys. We're going to just talk about 450s on this podcast because 
we'll jump into the lights later but let's have a little quick chat about what's been going on here guys um mx store been now almost here a year so it's been a, a hell of a ride um dale manages our, all of our social media and um, our digital marketing so if you don't like something we post it's this guy's fault just inbox me directly <laughs> just, just dm heavy d <laughs> at records um <laughs> But in all honesty, it's been a crazy 10 months for us in Queensland. We've had a lot going on. Um, a lot of the, uh, the DMs I get from everyone, you guys wouldn't believe it from America, like, oh, you're locked down in that country. For your life must suck. It's just we're not going to talk about the C word and not the C word you use, but the C word that we use. And we're not going to talk about the V word, which not the V word you use, <laughs> the V word we use. So Australia is in a good place, guys. The country's moving forward. Um, motocross is going to start off again. Um, we've just announced uh, in, out of our country, Adam Bailey, the, found, the founder of OzX and the promoter there, who's a partner in Motoland, has got the World Supercross Series happening. That's, that's amazing. Another, We don't know the details of the FIM World Supercross Series, of how it's going to work, but I think it's going to be a similar model to the V8 Supercars. And a hybrid of the MXGP. So very exciting times. Um, what are you excited to see about Alora with the World Supercross program? I'm just so excited to see what Australia can do for it as much. I feel like we're left out a little bit sometimes, being all the way down here. <laughs> but it'll yeah. be good to see what we can do and what Bailey's going to do with that. Yeah. Dale, what, what do you have to add to the World Supercross program, what you've heard? Um, I think it's going to be cool because it's actually going to be a World Supercross um, event so it's actually going to be multiple countries not just AMO Supercross um, so it's going to be it's going to you're going to see a, a wide variety of riders so you're going to see the the country's depth a lot more that's what I'm excited to see so um, just the racing mainly that I'm super excited to see in the world Supercross yeah it's um man I had to put that thing in your mouth again you're not used to having yeah, it in your mouth sorry. I don't like things in my mouth sorry I can tell <laughs> my bad for those of you five of you that watch this on YouTube my, my apologies um yeah it's uh I, I love the the model that I've heard I'm, I'm not going to disclose too much but I think it's going to be a, a good way for that, that second tier rider that just that bubble that can have another place to race, get more people involved. You know, we're involved with the Arena Cross Series, the new through Pro Tracks or MX Store. I think that's going to be amazing to to groom these riders um, at a young age in Australia. You know, you have the Lawrences that came from here, but they didn't have a path of any Supercross relevance here. They went straight to the GPs. So for us to build this culture in in Australia, similar to the states, is going to be really really big for the industry. So. That's really good. What we have? What do we have coming up, man? What's going on? We're going riding tomorrow. QMP. Yeah, QMP. We're going for a little day uh, before the new year, so that'll be good. Um, got a few guys going out, so we'll try and put Sleater over a berm tomorrow and see how that goes. That's I'm not sure that he'll hard. Get me back. But I mean, he's just got a brand new shiny shock spring, so and a new exhaust, so he'll have a fresh park day. So they'll be on the gas as always. Um, Alora, you riding? Yep, riding four fifty no two fifty again. So on a four stroke for the, four stroke for the second time ever. So see how that goes. <laughs> oh man, four stroke two the shot bike. Shot bike, yeah. Two fifty of Yamaha. I think is it is it prepped, Dill? Did you prep your bike for? No, it's not prepped. Pretty no. sure it has a flat tire at it's the moment. Flat <laughs> we got tire a bit of work to do. Yeah, I be, I better get down and, and uh, change Mason's tire um, before we go ride. But 
Man, I want to turn thanks to everyone that tuned in. Um, I'm the we're gonna make this more consistent. Guy Streeter and the team and the media department's building us out a nice little podcast area in our Wreckers the Checkers container. But yeah, lots going on. Coffs Harbor coming up, Stadium Cross. We'll all be racing. Um, we'll continue. Me and Dill will continue our training. Alora will continue to charge her USB stick. I think. No, I'm gonna get into the training. Just two way. Just okay. two way. Are we doing the run? across this, this new year's eve are we doing the community run yeah we're doing the new year's eve run on friday i'm okay. just gonna so, stop at 4k <laughs> okay that's fine she'll be running with my 10 year old son that's great <laughs> he'll still probably beat me he'll smoke you for sure but um this is going to be a lot of fun kind of bringing the culture of what mx store is on the podcast like i said it before we've uh, hijacked mcmac mcmac's not here today He'll join us with some smart-ass comments and some some great insight. He's a true super fan and um, hauls ass still. So man behind 9-2 will be joining us shortly. But until then, thanks for all tuning in to the My Two Life podcast powered by MXOR. It's been a great day. Yeah.